Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. I am just getting back from a party, and it was really interesting. There's nothing that feels more New York um, than going to an important but intimate affair. Um, Saw a lot of people I knew, a lot of people I haven't seen in a really long time. And we were all there to celebrate a friend um, for like a work accomplishment. And it's so interesting because I took a cab there and back, which required, um, like I, <laughs> I really had to like sit and dig deep and really inspect um, how I would feel getting on a train. It was raining and it required uh, two train changes from my house and not because it was even that far. I mean, I live in New York, so it's, you know, everything's really close. It was just really an inconvenient um, part of town. And yeah, I had to like, you know, kind of like get in my body and be like, ugh, like how am I to feel on the train and how am I to feel um, in like commuting subway land. And so I took a cab there and back and I did it despite surge pricing and if you can hear any bitterness in my tone it's because I just man sometimes like Ubers or Lyfts or Junos and new American farm to table restaurants just really make me so angry (laughs) it just feels like a really like terrible way to part with money um but yeah it's like I really wanted to show up and be present for my friend but it's really hard because you know and even I'm like listening to myself it's so hard and it's just funny because as a newly sober person and as an addict who is now sort of like coming out almost from this like haze or um, fallout shelter of my own self-obsession I'm slowly learning how to be back in the world and part of that I'm realizing when I'm interrogating these things it's like it used to be that if I was going to a party and I knew that it would draw a certain type of person and a certain type of energy where it's not even just the people it's just like there's this sort of like um mutually agreed upon level of going outness um, where it's like you want to be a part of the excitement but you want to be contributing to the excitement too and yeah like being in that in this sort of like more raw and um, kind of like exposed state like is tough and the way I used to deal with it before was that I would just like plan an outfit like really really fastidiously and I would sort of like really rehearse um conversations I would have based on the people that I expect to see and expect to see me and like how that interaction would go and you know depending on how manic or insecure I was feeling um you know I might like google like bon not like bon mots I have like plenty of bon mots but more like just like topics that may arise in this particular um 
enclave of people and you know for this I just kind of went I like I sometimes have to agree with myself I'm like you're not allowed to plan an outfit and just because I I just don't I don't know how many browser open like windows that would open and you're not allowed to like um prepare for it in any sort of punitive way like an, an event like tonight would have prompted at least like a few days of like chronic exercising or like starvation and I'm not allowed to do those things anymore and so yeah I'm just like there and I feel like a little bit um bumbling and it's really tough but I'm noticing that the sort of bargain that I would make with myself before going to these events that I were, were tough then too like I am a really anxious person and I just used to be an anxious person that could like tamp it down um with like addiction and just being fucked up and I would also I would just create this narrative in my mind and this expectation where it's like if I go I'm gonna feel a certain way I'm gonna have this like almost like Highlander quickening of like this electricity and like I used to be able to achieve that like depending on how fucked up I would get and depending on the energy of other people that I would feed upon and it was really really great and it was a really good easy way to sort of black out in the moment but still sort of put on this like facade of like glittery person who was just extremely fast and extremely engaging and and like the narrative there would be like okay I would be there to support a friend but like in that moment I would feel so like I don't want to use the word famous but like I just don't have another descriptor of like what that frisson of just like electricity and New Yorkiness um I just don't know what else you would call that and so you know I just I find that interesting that that uh veneer or that sort of armor isn't a part of my interaction anymore and what happens is that armor is kind of like this two-way thing and part of that New Yorky people New Yorking all over each other thing is that you feel really really important and you feel like you're a part of some sort of like moment and I'm noticing that when I kind of like am more present and more conscious and more just like looking and um but not with party eyes that sort of like skittering like um shuddering glance that is just like you know almost roving for like an important person or important interaction that you want to like be be privy to or whatever it's like I hate party eyes I hate being opposite it and I hate having them it makes me really anxious and also like once that goes like that mechanism is like so addictive and like never ending for me because I'm as an addict there's never enough there's never enough data there's never enough like important things that I'm like looking and like all this stuff and what happens that I have to like put a guard up for is that I'm realizing that in sobriety I can't really deal with excitement anymore and I know that that sounds really um hard and if you're contemplating sobriety it's like I don't want for that to come across as in like the worst advertisement for sobriety ever 
Um, but it's like I have to manage my highs because with every high, just like law of physics, like there are just such terrible lows that like my ass cannot cash when I'm sober and like mindful and just like dialed into like my feelings about things and I have to like be careful not to be infected by ambition in these circles and it's really hard like I have to like pump the brakes on like getting invitations to things or inviting people to things or doing that like do do of like oh let's get together or whatever and like you know just I have to like really excuse myself from let's build famming because those those feel like a real thing and a lot of the time it's just such a time suck for me that doesn't mollify anything and doesn't satisfy anything and it's it's interactions that actually make me really really hungry like spiritually emotionally and and like literally as um a person with an eating disorder it's like and it is sad and it's something that I think that not a lot of people talk about like how you know being more um, sensitive comes with this thing of having to guard yourself against getting high off of like situations because that that sort of feedback loop and that mechanism can be as toxic as anything and I fucking you know sometimes I gotta say it's a bummer like I get really burnt out on being this engaged. I get really burnt out on this much glaring truth. And I get really burnt out on not being able to enjoy human beings on this like very surface and like gleaming level. And I'm not trying to say that I'm like really deep now and that's all I'm capable of. It's actually that I I, I miss it. I really miss it. Which is not to say that I didn't have real interactions that I, um, you know, that I don't value. Like, I, I talk to some really interesting people who, there are people who would be so pumped to talk to these people. And I find them deeply interesting and I, and I admire them and I, I really enjoy their work. But in this state I'm in, I'm just happening to notice that, um while some of them are kind of like friends who I love so many more of them are just like people who I sort of know and it sucks that it's hard to just like be with people I know and have that like that's I hate how like uncomfortable it is um and sometimes I really wish it weren't that way and I don't know what to do about it you know like I don't know how you grow as a professional without doing these things but you know I have to do so many of them when I'm on book tour and at conferences and conventions that like I'm just sort of like really really sitting in my feelings about the times that I willingly sort of volunteer to do this in my time 
I guess it's that I'm just so used to at this point only being around very, very close friends. And I think that that's been a very deliberate part of my recovery because I just didn't trust myself in like different situations. But, you know, I don't think that that stasis of like being like that um, cloistered can continue really. Like I do have to grow, I think, or maybe I'm wrong and I can just like stay only hanging out with friends. But it's tough to feel the difference between colleagues and like um, just like people you know like acquaintances I guess and how vast the difference is between those people and your actual friends and your family and um, you just feel that a lot in sobriety and it's, it's tough and, and so I just wanted to share about that not saying anything other than like I'm trying to experience patience around it. I'm trying not to be covetous of the way other people seem to be so effortless in these situations, whether they're lubricated or not. Actually, it's been really, really interesting because so many of us are just there holding seltzers and I and I see us and we, we kind of talk about it, but it is just a very different um, experience. And I think that I don't know like I've shared about how like relationships change and friendships change and sobriety but like I'm really feeling some grief and nostalgia and just things about how my relationship with New York is changing um and I'm sad about it but also like I can't unknow how just correct that is like I'm un- I'm not surprised I guess and it and there is a recognition that this is what the reality is around it and it's bittersweet but I think I'll learn to be grateful for it and in the moment I'm just so happy to be mindful of it that I'm aware that this is happening instead of me just you know feeling confused about it but yeah so I'm just going to be gentle um I'm just gonna like let myself be aware of the fact that like this is the night I had and like tomorrow I'm like I can imagine I'll still be sort of dealing with the tail end of that and just like let that be and let that be something I know that will be affecting my mood um But yeah, I still really, really love this place. And I still really, really love the people that make these like incredible, just, I don't know, like monuments to artistry, I guess. Like, I love the minds this place attracts. And I love the conversations that come up. And I love that like I can see someone I haven't seen in like 15 years and just like celebrate our like still being here um but yeah like I don't think this is like you know like gonna change that super drastically at least like I'm just gonna 
impart as much gentleness as I can about this process and not try to write it off or do anything about any of it. But yeah, I am grateful to have friends. I'm grateful to know this place. I am so proud to be of this place. Um, Yeah, thank you for listening.